This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One, two, three, four. Ooh, that's that sound. Wow. That's that sound. Amazing. What's going on, everybody? How are we doing? It's it is even more powerful in person. Well, yeah, I, thank you. Of. Kind of. Thank you. Did you did you hear Sam and I's improv song last time? I, I'm really I'm disappointed that he's working on other projects today because. Uh, I, I think this whole podcast should actually just turn into a musical. Hey, I'm down for it. I love musicals. Yeah, let's do it. I can't okay. sing, but uh, I'm down still. I'll totally do it. Not gonna lie, okay. I'm not the biggest fan of musicals. I made it like halfway through Hamilton. Then you've never oh, seen Mamma Mia, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will finish Hamilton at some point, but it was late. Honestly, uh, a musical about the American Revolution sounds like the most boring thing in the world. <laughs> so, I, and then I, we beat the British. It was pretty <laughs> cool. I'm surrounded by by artist, artistic people who love Hamilton so much, and I watched it. I could not get into it whatsoever. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is the best community theater thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my whole life. Community theater at the highest level. It, it feels like a community theater production of like some like narcissist like made this musical in order to star himself. Yeah. And then like <laughs> it became like the biggest musical of all time. And I, I mean it is. It, that's what that's what happened. Well is it is it bigger than cats? Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Really? I would rather I'm, see. I'm going to write myself a musical called Hamilton, starring myself as Hamilton, directed Me. by myself. Hamilton, whose name Hamilton. is Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> I'd rather see the SpongeBob musical. I'm going to say that right now. Dang. I actually really want to see that movie. I mean, musical. I did find the, the showing on Disney of Hamilton to be interesting in how they uh, edited it, because they very obviously had multiple takes. They had takes where they had like the camera on stage next to the performer yep. and whatnot. And it cuts together so perfectly because it's like they have the entire like two and a half hour play like as a perfect take. So imagine like having a scene, you're ready re to record it and you're like, all right, now go. And they just give you a two and a half hours of perfection. Yeah, they and then you're like, okay, 
Now for a different angle. <laughs> now for this third angle. They did it right. Now for the close-up. Yeah, they did it over That's the course of like multiple days too, right? So I, I like, would have to assume, yeah, because yeah, it's like I, I imagine multiple, you could probably only do like yeah. I imagine you can only do one of those things in a day yeah. before the actors are just like I'm. Uh, I'm the the layer of sweat again. would just be too. Imagine though too if you were like powerful. the audience that like was the Steadicam audience, and then you're just like, oh great, there's the Steadicam guy in the middle yeah. of uh, our performance of Hamilton. What a well, great performance. So that's what I was wondering. I think <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to bet that all of the performances we see uh, from that showing of Hamilton, there is no audience, and they just recorded the audience audio on one of their showings without any camera equipment, and they just. I, I don't know. They, they think did it would it sync up the audience once. I don't know how I know that, but I know that they did do one full recording okay. with cameras. Well, I mean, I'm sure they, they could have done that, but not the one where there's, like, a camera guy flying through the right. middle of yeah. the set. They did that where it was, like, the classic backed-off yeah. um, thing. So this right now, right now, right now, they're piping in sound from the audio, or from the crowd in the MLB games right now. Oh, it's really? Really? <laughs> No yeah, way. it's they yeah, it's it's a little that. weird. It's a little weird. I, I don't know. It's like a it's like, sitcom for sports. I mean, it's kind of yeah. There's like a sitcom track. <laughs> yeah, that would probably sound just more familiar because I mean I've seen like professional wrestling right now with just nobody in the audience and it's just like the spookiest thing to watch. It's like almost yeah. like a daytime. Yeah, like, UFC television. has no one in the audience too right now, and it's and it's pretty eerie when there's like a big move and then like you can hear the trainers and stuff like yelling, but there's no there's no crowd. Um somebody should figure that out. Somebody should get on that and come up with an app where people can just pipe in their audio and then that gets piped into the actual like arena. And it's then, all like screwed though. Like it's really like, dude, some, some guy just will break that yeah. so fast. Some guy yeah. would just like output put, uh, positive forty eight like uh, <laughs> yeah. decibels, just like yeah. running into the audio. Line. Oh god, yeah, yeah. They'd have to come up with some troll prevention mechanism. But... Personally, I'm really intrigued by the return of the NBA because they're going to be filming all of their games in one stadium with all of the teams present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're in uh, Florida. I think. Yeah. And yeah. they're all like on hardcore lockdown. They're all practicing together. So it's like, it's basically just a giant NBA camp where everyone's hanging out together. And so, yeah. but they're also still trying to be competitive because, you know, these are actual games that are on the line. So I'm really intrigued to see how that's going to play out. Well, the weird thing for them was that they, they had to stop midway through their season. Yeah. And so they, they're picking up their, their play records from March and then now continuing with those play records for like another, I don't know how long. But Madness. Yeah. I blacked out. What sport are we talking about? Basketball. It's, oh, okay, it, it. It's July <laughs> Madness, guys. One, yeah, the shooty hoopy yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shooty hoopy one. Yeah. 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 It's my favorite one, the shooty hoopy <laughs> sports one. Yeah. Right. Basketball is uh, hey, the only sport I really We haven't even done yeah. intros yet. Who's, who's on the podcast? Oh, oh yeah. What's hey, up? My name is Ren. people we're talking. <laughs> That's Ren. I'm Matt. I'm Nat, not to be confused with Matt. We got Matt and Nat. Real close. Matt, 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 best, Matt, uh, Matt, 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 That's right. That's what we do best. Jerry Seinfeld. Hey, hey, hey. Let's go back with Jerry. Rat-a-tat. Rat-a-tat. Nat and Matt. <laughs> All right. So today's topic is timeless debates, timeless battles um, across human pop culture and human history. And we're going to go through our take on a few of these and just, uh, you know, just just go with it. You know, we're by no means experts on any of these topics. So this is all just for fun. So for, for y'all listening, just come along, have a little fun with us and, uh, 
and tell us, you know, what you think in the comments as uh, as we explore some of these some of these simple but fun debates. No matter what we're going to talk about, I am a complete expert in that field, and I am not wrong. Correct. Uh, I am always oh, right about everything. Right. And, and I do not. There is one. There is one field I'm a t- I'm an expert in, and that's the field of today's sponsor being sponsored by Storyblocks. Storyblocks! Hey, dude, I actually legitimately love Storyblocks. I use it on almost every video that I make. So we're going to get to that, and I swear I'm still a pro, even though I said today's sponsor is sponsored by Storyblocks. I meant today's episode. It's okay. We'll get to that later. I didn't, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> Let, let's get to the first topic, dude, okay, guys? The first, the first topic is a relatively new one in human history. In fact, it's about humans. Uh, robots or humans? That's the first topic. Robots so just, or humans? Just if they yeah. are ro- robots or humans? Are you just going to show us a collection of slides? Yeah, and we have to determine if they're robots <laughs> or humans. <laughs> this is the perfect robot test. Yeah. Is it robot? Is, is it human? It, is it robot or is it human? What? Which one? Click on all the squares that contain <laughs> I don't know, robots. Robot or <laughs> human. I think uh, I think I, we can reach a center point here. Cyborgs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Middle Dude, ground. I built service. a cyborg. Yeah, don't yeah. don't immediately Philly D this and go for the center point. Let's talk about the ends of the spectrum. I don't know, guys. There's an answer in the middle for everything. Robots if you or had humans. to pick, if you had to pick, robots or humans, what would robots. you pick? Robots. Robot human hybrids, cyborgs. No, no, no. Just for the sake of the game, play, play the game. Just make a choice. <laughs> okay, I like humans. I'm 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 team humans. Yeah, I like humans. All right, but well, I'm gonna that... go with robots then. It's two v two. Two v two. Yeah. Now, now robots. Here's the thing about robots: their their precision is is beyond any human comparison. And I think I think for that reason alone, <laughs> robot, bro, robots win. Bro, you ready for this though? Ready for okay. this? Yeah. Humans made robots, so they wouldn't exist without humans. Consider the following: in the future, robots will make humans. Oh yeah, and see that's a question because think about humans. Actually. Think no, about humans no, who need that. a robot to survive already. We don't, and I—I I, I mean robots we, a little bit more like generically, are, like technology, middle, like machines. We're in the middle tools. of a, machines. Of a yeah, machines. And people are being put on robots to survive. That's like true. Literally yes. mounted on top of yep, a robot. Yep, yep. <laughs> but I don't. They, they open yeah. up a robot slot, to insert you. the human, and close the door. <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on though, because you okay. can survive without any machines or tools. You just would be a lower life form. Wait, you'd be no, a, no, you'd don't be a devolved life. Form. Matt, don't do this. What do you mean? Well, we went, People with disabilities are not lower life. Forms. No, I'm not talking about disability. What are you talking about? Disabilities? How you supposed to survive? No, no, no. I'm saying like like monkeys. Monkeys. They don't use tools. You were baiting me. This is this is how you win. This is how you win arguments right here. I see you. I see what you're doing. Um, Listen, hu- humans would still survive. I want to uh, if there weren't robots, but robots would also survive if there weren't humans. That's true. I want to change my answer to robots so that any robots <laughs> in the future watching this podcast won't, uh, you know, be angry at me posthumously. And oh wait, uh, what's that called? Isn't there a students? theory for that? They, they went over this in Silicon Valley one time. Oh, like, uh, yeah. What, what, I, I know what you're talking about. It's, it's not like robot apologists. It's like, it's yeah. trying to be on the, yeah, ro- like, the good apologists. side of oh, okay. whatever potential future robot overlords. A robot simp. That's always a been A simp bot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
You know, someday okay. we're gonna have robot girlfriends and boyfriends. It's gonna be it's gonna be a grand old time. Okay. Wait, fully wait, 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 wait. Okay, that that brings us perfectly into the next topic. Can a robot love? Yes. Yeah, probably. Yes. Not right now. Yes. Not right now, though. Eventually. Eventually, right? yes. Yeah. I mean, love is just an emotion, and emotion is just a uh, pre-programmed series of synapses firing in your brain that in essence can be binary code that you can translate to a computer just no one's figured out how to do that yet if so we in the were future to, theoretically yeah we can if we absolutely were to eventually, simulate emotions if we were eventually to emulate a human emotion on a machine then it would be for the most part to our understanding exactly a one-for-one -one mapping of how the human brain operates which the human brain in itself is just a computer yeah. It's a meat computer, but it's a computer. So you think, you think so, the human brain is capable of being broken down into absolute binary code? Uh, so it's going to be different than how we understand it. And also, it's not necessarily going to be binary. There's also, like, quantum computing. There's mm -hmm. there's all sorts of different, like, ways that could be gone about it. Um we might be able to use, like, synapses in the future, like uh, artificial synapses. So Yeah. I mean, yeah, like it's, electronic synapses. It's it's hard to understand how it'll end up looking because no one's gotten there yet. <laughs> yeah, but if there, it, there's if no it, like blueprint or roadmap, if for it, it were right a an AI that were uh, more intelligent than us, then ostensibly it would be able to feel love in some sort of capacity, even if it is maybe just our preconceived notion of what love is. Well, right. yeah, I think you guys it's, have it's... a very pessimistic view of love. <laughs> well, but I, mean, I mean, Jake, I live in Los Angeles. Of course I do. <laughs> yeah. I've got a question for you all. This right here um, okay. is a cell phone. I got a text message. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Would you consider this a robot? Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. I would. It's, right? it's got robot-like qualities, it doesn't have I would say. But it's a robot. And a lot of that roboticism comes from... Uh, uh, computing. I, I, I abandoned that thought halfway through talking. Okay, so your phone <laughs> machine learns for you. Uh, your daily like habits. It can mm -hmm. be. Uh, it can do a lot of thinking for you uh, because uh, a lot of it is like automation and calendars and a lot of things that you would not, normally not be uh, like having on your mind constantly. Now that we've offloaded it onto your phone, so. It is doing a task for you, therefore. That's true, and, and you can sync it to different other applications, which then it allows it to, like, capture information from those other applications and input it into new ones. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty robotic. So also there's the fact of, like, you know, Siri or uh, whatever, ask Google is. Uh, what's that? Google Assistant. Google Assistant, thank you. And... Uh, but none of that processing is actually taking place on your phone. That's all taking place in the cloud, and your phone is just relaying that information. So right. that aspect of it, of the AI aspect on your phone, your phone is just a vessel, but the AI is out there. There's, there's so maybe well, so no, maybe we're just a vessel for too. love, you a guys. Bit, sure, but have you ever thought about the, that? Most like Siri doesn't work if you don't have an internet connection. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that was interesting. Okay, let's move on. So right. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got, I got Might one as well more just thing. said, nice. I got one more Wait, thing. Wait, hold on, Jake. We didn't hear the opposite side of this. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry, sorry. You, go ahead. You're suppressing our viewpoints. Right? My bad. Probably. <laughs> Matt, go for it, Matt. No, yeah, I think I've said my piece. Ren, what, what is your 
on the on the human side. We're are we just are we still doing the human thing? Oh yeah, yeah we're, we're, still, still, we're, still <laughs> we're still there. We're still there. I almost started doing a Jan impression there. Um, oh, what? <laughs> what is the time frame are we talking about here? <laughs> are we talking now or in the future? I don't know. It's not always clear. <laughs> but like, okay, because if, if we're talking right now or the immediate future, I'm humans all the way because humans are interesting. They do cool stuff. Um, you know, they're, they're, they have empathy. They also have stupidity, which I would prefer a little less of. Uh, We're capable of very high highs and very low lows, and that's what makes us very unique. Yeah, and humans build robot. Mic drop. Before we go any further, I've got to tell you guys about today's awesome sponsor, Storybooks. It's the one-stop shop for all of your stock asset needs. That means After Effects templates, video B-roll, audio assets. You look at the clips, you say, hey, I want this footage of the truck going down the street. I'm going to download it. And then I'm going to put it in my video. And then I'm going to upload my video. And I don't have to worry about a thing because it's all royalty free and it's all super high quality, meaning that you don't have to worry about, oh, I, can, I, can I use this in my commercial or can I use this in my podcast? If it's on the site, you just download it and you use it. And the best thing about the subscription that they have is that you can get unlimited amounts of downloads. And that's why we use it over here at Corridor because with a team across multiple channels, multiple editors, multiple people working on videos all the time, you need a place where you can just go and have access to those sort of assets. And Storyblocks does exactly that. So if you guys are just amateur video creators, just looking to make something for fun, or if you're a professional creator looking to improve and add another tool to your toolkit, consider Storyblocks. There's a link in the description below, or you guys can go to storyblocks.com slash corridorcast to sign up. That's storyblocks.com slash corridorcast. Anyway, back to the podcast. And that was our sponsored segment right there. So thanks to Storyblocks for uh, helping us avoid a lot of other jank through their high quality uh, <laughs> premium slate of all the stock assets you might need. Okay, anyways, guys, on to the next topic. I think we've solved robots and humans. Let's move yeah, on. Humans yes, win, obviously. Yes, we've, solved we've, humans. we've solved the problem. Yes. Humans, humans win. have been this, solved. This one evolves the topic of humans and robots determinism or free will it's nat's favorite topic determinism okay oh okay. Wait, wait wait let's go around the room go around the room determinism for nat ren oh man i like free will <laughs> free will all right Matt, but I don't know what like this. These, these aren't questions. This is no. This to... is the point. This is the point. Like let's just let's just go with it and just see where it leads and just have fun with <laughs> it. I don't want to. Free will, absolutely. You're going okay. free, free will. will. Yeah. All right, you're going free will. I maybe take a hybrid stance because I can no, see no hybrids. That's no hybrids. hybrids. That's called a third philosophy called compatibilism, and it's it's no, junk. no hybrids. It's junk. It's garbage. I'm throwing it away. Forget what I think. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I'm going full-blown determinism then. Full-blown Zeus. All right, I'm going full-blown free will. Full-blown free will. Okay, well, all right. Okay. All right, who the, wants to the start? The sides of cross. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Yeah. So every okay. you got this interaction one. that ever happens is a cause-to-effect interaction. Therefore, from the beginning of the Big Bang to now has been a series of events that are either random or uh, just chaotic in such a way that created all of 
existence that we know now. Therefore, our brains are nothing more than meat machines, computers that are making input-output responses based upon <coughs> previous stimuli. Therefore, we have no free will because everything is just a chemical reaction that is a reaction from previous stimuli. So, we do not have free will, even if you feel like we have free will, because there's no quantum state in our brain that creates a physical reaction that is any different from our preconceived notions, thoughts, feelings, uh, normal uh, norms, ha what have you. See, here's the thing. You're answering, which one do we have? I'm answering, I like the words free will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you have Which no words stance. sound nicer? I like free will like, is a lovely, fluffy little yeah, word, isn't it? You know, it? they're the yeah. best of words. My but friend, do you agree with my that? My friend though? Will, he needs to be do you free. Agree that that yeah. like makes sense. Dude, Will's sense. been incarcerated for too long. Free will. Free will. Free will. Free will. I gotta get sure free to will. say free will, dude. Hey, so okay, so what Very about, what about free when you have a choice? What about when you have a legitimate choice on something? You like, don't. I have, have a choice any... to wear a black shirt or a blue shirt. What? That's a choice, right? Okay, so the choices are predetermined by you owning a black shirt or a blue shirt. Therefore, those are the limited choices, and you might have a predisposition towards a certain kind of shirt built into your brain that you do not know of before you even start to take the action. Therefore, yeah. uh, but if you don't know choice. of it, then it's what? like, but Does like, it matter if you don't know of it. So even if you rolled a dice, that would still be a, f a physical interaction. Uh, of certain like factors, gravity, inertia, what have you, creating your choice for you. You're not making the choice randomly. Your brain is making that choice. Your brain is a physical object that is making that choice. Yeah. So there's I mean, a yeah, mathematical but... certainty that this thing is going to happen 100% of the time based upon predetermined how, factors. How do you come up with uh, preconceived notions if uh, uh without free will. stimuli over time so so check this is a real world example for you right here i wouldn't okay. have today i would not have gone on the internet and looked up uh what determinism is <laughs> so that i wouldn't look like an idiot on this podcast and i knew what i was talking about <laughs> if it weren't for this podcast and i guess my own you know uh selfish <clears throat> Okay, let's take that like example though. You made the choice to do that. He didn't, didn't make the choice, to but do I didn't it. though. Did I? Did I? Because I wouldn't have looked that up at any other point in my life. If really, he didn't have the normative will in order to be looking things up yeah. when he doesn't know what the answer is. So he has been pre-programmed from an early age to look things up when he doesn't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, Therefore, so that I don't look he, dumb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Guys, just, I think we're missing just the said, point. So, but you admit that there's normative will. No, I'm still not admitting that there's agency. I'm saying that there's generally a confidence in which he is going to do this thing. Yeah. Uh, and he did it because of that general confidence. But the so real no, issue so, here, Jake, Jake, yeah. the real issue yeah, yeah, here yeah. is that Will has not met Bale yet. <laughs> And That's he's true. a goddamn hero. And it's a shame That's that true. we have yet to free Will. Free Will's on the back <laughs> of that shirt. Yeah, right? enjoy the good enjoy times. Enjoy the good times by freeing Will. By freeing Will. Will, Will must be free. Okay, hold on. So so, so there's no agency then? Uh, Probably not, no. 
I feel like this is where you and I might differ a little I, bit in I this. I feel like okay. because... free will is basically just a super simplified uh, extract of determinism, right? Because it's like, if you're if what you're saying is true, it's like everything is uh, preconceived. But if you're to just like crop out all of those factors and just have it, sure, it's like the coat. It's like it's like learning how sausage is made, right? It's like yeah. I want these two sausages, but sure. so I mean, the determinism doesn't say that you need to behave as if there is no free will. It would drive you crazy, for one, because then you would just be nihilistic about every single individual thing. Like, what's the point of doing anything? I, everything's been determined for me. But, I mean, it is, like, a factor that does start to, like, crop into people's uh, lives when they have, like, less options. So, I mean, like, like being poor, for example. So, uh, yeah, there it's nice to think that we have free will um and that is in itself a chemical reaction that is predetermined but uh unfortunately we do not um that seems very conclusive on yep. something that i don't think you can really determine to with such accuracy predetermined you were even. you were predetermined to think that in the morning <laughs> that's why you can never win that argument though and that's that's i don't know i feel like that's my problem with it a little bit because like there is like I don't actually believe that everything is predetermined. That there's only like one set path that you can go, okay. unless that's not what you're okay, saying. Matt, so then, would you say that you do actions by random at any given point in time? No, I just I guess my free point will is, doesn't imply randomness though. Yeah, I guess, it implies well, it agency. Has to, it has to, or else you're or else you're like just factoring in predetermined uh, like preset factors. Well, let's talk about the sh- let's talk about the shirts. Okay, because the, the free will have, shirts. You, you have the black and the blue, the blue shirt and the oh. black shirt. Okay. You have the agency to determine what shirt you choose. Will didn't have an You're, extra stop shirt. That. That. <laughs> stop that! Stop that! <laughs> so God damn it, things, things can factor in like uh, what your favorite color is. Does it match this outfit? These are all factors that are already inside your brain from yes but you're but you're choosing you're not choosing okay so how about this how about this i come to you and i have two different shirts i have a red shirt and a blue shirt which one do you choose uh probably the one that my brain says which one i'm i'm i don't have time for this i'm I'm, I'm trying to give you a shirt or a blue shirt yeah which one do you want yeah we have to get will a shirt okay so uh probably a blue shirt okay i hand you the blue shirt you uh, you just made the choice to choose blue based on all these inputs and variables going on behind the scenes that in, uh, entice you to make that choice that you don't realize. But in the moment, you're not thinking about that, and you chose blue. It doesn't matter if I'm thinking about it because it's still a chemical reaction. That but your happens. choice is agency. It's not agency. It's the appearance it, it, of it, agency. No, it manifests agency, literally. In this like, scenario, you, you, have all these, you have all these predetermined things that lead up to that I choice, and then you options, make a choice. Right? So I still have less agency than if I had every shirt color. I know, but that doesn't matter. That, that, it does just matter. The fact, that, the fact that you have a choice at all implies that you have agency. It necessitates No, it, it. doesn't. Okay, let's move on. So, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Like, Let's say in this scenario with the shirt thing, right? Will... Right, who you're going to give the shirt to because he's he doesn't have a shirt. He needs, he needs, a shirt. The, he he needs the man free. needs a shirt. Get the man a shirt. Yeah. Um, you know that Will likes blue, right? Yep. So that is a yeah. predetermined thing that you you have to it's make that choice. Factor, yeah. Right. That yeah. is one factor. That's an example of how it could be a predetermined thing that is not a choice because you're going to give that shirt to Will and Will's going to get mad if he wears a red shirt. He's not yeah. a red guy. He's going to be like, listen, 
If you don't give me the but right shot, But you can still make the choice to give Will the red shirt. No, what? you can't, because all choices are just a cause and effect. What's the difference between a choice and a decision? Okay, that's. I mean, it's just listen, a listen. Just hear me out, because you, you keep shutting me down when I'm getting sure, to my sure. point. No, okay? yeah, go for it. You're talking. You're talking about all these, all these inputs that go into the brain that are predetermined or preconceived, but then you take all of those and from those inputs you extrapolate a decision based on those inputs yeah. and the simple act of then taking the inputs and make and then adding to it and making another decision based on those based upon those inputs is of the will it's of the mind no it's of You're... reasoning which is a, still a function of your brain because it's a cause to effect previous stimuli have factored in a a b so every here's factor. A, here's another question then does that uh line of thinking mean that there's no such thing as a multiverse of possibilities uh that doesn't that doesn't say that there's no multiverse it just means that within the specific universe that we're in that it's always going to be this factor okay and in fact it actually kind of strengthens multiverse because uh then oh well first of all if we had agency that every single individual choice that we make would create another multiverse constantly. That's kind of what I always thought. That's true, though. Well, if we had free will, but we don't. So okay. <laughs> okay, okay, you're just saying that, though. You're just saying it, and just because you're saying you're, it doesn't you necessarily mean it's true. That we do have free will, though. What's that? You still haven't affirmed that we do. I, I have. <laughs> I, I, that was my in my example. When you when you take all the inputs and then say you have a choice between the red shirt and the blue shirt for Will himself, and you choose the shirt for Will, our boy, that is that is a that is the manifestation of choice, which is agency. No, you're taking all the, the things that you know, it's and you're making a choice of, of rationale, which is a function of your brain. It's not it's not entirely a result of rationale though cuz you might choose to give Will the, the one shirt one day and you might choose to give him a different shirt the next day and those and that might be based upon the exact same factors. Will only likes blue. He's not going <laughs> to like a red shirt one day. He's not just going to be randomly like, "Yo, so actually the fact blue that shirt I can now. make a different choice from day to day doesn't preclude that I have free will. It just means that I'm going to make a different choice." But if you if if your choice is based entirely on rationale, then where does that, how do you explain that away? Okay, Jake, here's an example. So let's say I have a machine that can reliably throw a ball. And I know that that machine is going to reliably throw the ball in the exact same spot every single time. So then I can mm -hmm. extrapolate the trajectory of that ball every single time. Is yeah. that not just going to be the same thing every time? Well, it's like the sun rising. But it's a mechanical reaction that is going to reliably happen every single time. Now, well, let, extrapolate that, that to every single yeah. atom in your brain and how uh -huh. it interacts, then it's going to be that. Are we talking you, like a perfect you, Your chemical reaction? reactions yeah, yeah, to yeah, things that happen like around you aren't the same yeah. every time, though. <clears throat> what? You know? I'm sorry. You, your, brain, your, brain, the re, your brain has chemical reactions, right, that make up, yeah. that make up your response to all these things. The... the, the, the mixing of those chemicals and the reactions that result are not the same every time even if the re even if the thing that you're basing the reaction on is the same like the sun going around the earth every day right but that strengthens my argument because i'm saying that all choice or illusion of choice 
our chemical reactions from day to day, state to state, moment to moment. Yeah, but I, like that's that's just saying that. I don't I don't understand like why but that's all of a sudden. Okay, do you disagree with the notion that 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 the okay? So you have you have okay. This is this is like strict materialism, right? So the thought that all things are physical or chemical reactions with each other or you have like this substance dualism kind of idea where your soul is doing like a it is uh imparting its will upon the physical world and then that is your your choice like there's there's only really that uh in how like <clears throat> you can view it because otherwise everything is just, you know, the pure physical interaction of your body and all other bodies in this world. So like, is it, does your brain operate outside of the rules of physics or no? Because if it does, all I'm saying saying is there's things about the brain that, that are certainly beyond Humanity. I mean, the brain is built upon all these different hierarchies of, of evolution to begin with, right? And then there's things about our own brains that we don't even necessarily know. Okay. Um, so I think to just to just write off that you have agency because there's the obviousness of things that are causes and effects doesn't necessarily explain the whole. That's that's all I'm saying. And that is why we must I'm, free will. No. We must right free in the will. middle. <laughs> right down the middle. Free will, baby. <laughs> I, I was going to say. That's why I'm an, I'm an engineer, not a philosopher. Ah, yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. So. Um, we could talk about that all day, but let's move on because we got plenty <laughs> of topics. Okay. Ready? War or peace? War or peace. That's loaded. What about some sort of hybrid? <laughs> no, no hybrids. Only a Red, little go. bit of war. <laughs> a sprinkling, Red, a light dusting of war. Mm. Like you a seasoning. A peppering. Uh, so I'm going to choose peace because that seems like the obvious answer. Obviously, I want peace. I don't want yeah. war. But at the same time. Uh, war has been the biggest economic driver in developing technologies and furthering yeah. the world's things. And also, <laughs> you know. we live in a world where there is good and evil, sure. and it's you know um, that's a hard one. So, like, obviously, the rule for me would be peace, because war is horrible and ruins entire nation states. It's like an average Tuesday. But, uh, I mean, as a utilitarian, I have to also state that there sometimes are benefits to one state over another because of war, but also generally it's bad. Um, so what is your deterministic viewpoint telling you to say right now? Oh my God, Jake. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. My brain says peace. Okay, so we got two for peace. Matt, what say you? This is you? a ones and zeros podcast right here. <laughs> Nowhere in the middle. Uh, oh, peace. I love it. It's great. All peace. Okay. All peace all the all time, right. baby. Well, I, I got to be the odd man out then and say war. Oh, I know God. you would. I, knew, for I figured the sake you of, might. For the sake of debate. <laughs> but, uh, sure. But like the problem sure. is, 
I think, Jake, the problem is anything you say, I don't think I will disagree with it. So it's kind of like, I don't know how to debate you on it. Because well, that's the fun of this, though. For sure. Okay, just so along for the I'm ride. just going to tell you guys, I'm going to tell you guys <laughs> a little story. Well, like, a little, I'm going to tell you guys a war story, okay? Okay, wow. This one time. When you were in Back in centuries ago. Dude, I'm the only one who can say back in Nam. Back in Nam. There was... <laughs> There was a, a tribe of people, and they were all at peace, okay? And they were all, they were getting along, and everything was good, okay? But then, boom, one of them decided to make war on another one. And from that, the entire circle of their peace was broken. And it all went away, because they all realized that war could disrupt peace. But then... Oh my God, what happened next? Could peace disrupt war? Mm. I, I don't know. I don't know. Could it, Jake? Tell us. How does it end? How does the story end? I, I don't know if it does end. But I, or is it I just a say, perpetual peace I would say, war? I would, peace I would take Ren's argument, though, and I would say that war has driven more technology than, than anything. Though it's hard to really advocate for war because yeah. it's... It's you the know worst. I'm not I'm, I'm really just doing it as an argument, but sure. I'm not. I I, I feel um, like we're also so, like when you pose it that way, war or peace. It's like, well, which one's worse? War. Well, obviously, <laughs> war yeah. is worse than peace. Which one's better? But, 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 a, but those like, questions weren't posed. It was I, just war or peace. Yeah, I don't it's, know. <laughs> I don't know how much I can like merit. Like, oh yeah, war sometimes good, but like uh, you know, war has destroyed. Um, horrible but ideologies. Would you, uh, I would you say. say that it's necessary though? Because that's the no, like I no, feel like I at times in history not. it has been necessary. I I think it's the easy way out. So I think I think there's a whole lot of wars, especially perpetrated by like the United States, that have been very very deliberately trying to disrupt uh, peace in other countries. So. I mean, yeah, well, there's also that happening against us too, all over. True. Humans love efficiency. They love to do whatever they're doing the easiest way possible, and war is so much easier than peace. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's a good a good succinct answer for it. I think. Um, Let me ask this: Do you think we could have stopped Hitler without war? Um, no. That's my thought. No. Damn, if I had a time machine and he was a baby. <laughs> yeah, if only he was a could baby. You, could we you knew. have prevented uh, the Civil War? Oh, actually. War? Oh, God. For uh, the podcast number. Could, I, could we have stopped Hitler without war? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, one way it would have been to dissolve treaties uh, that would have created the entanglement in the first place. That would be done with diplomacy. Um, but, I mean, at the same time, he was, like, still killing, like, 12 million people aside from like yeah. the total like war costs. So um, I don't know. You could probably CIA it. And uh, yeah, but isn't that, but, isn't that form of aggression still a type of war? I mean, that is war like though. Still. War. Yeah. It's, it's That's more, what we did with Russia for. It's more well, of still like a information war or like a battle, I guess, but like, it's not, not like necessarily war. If only we had then, drones that, back then. Because then, like, all people would be at war at all times. If drone you... strike Hitler. <laughs> well, 
Well, I think that's an important point thing to point out, Nat, and that's like you know even even in the greatest wars that it, that consumed the most lives and that were the most hazardous to humanity in total, not everyone was at war during those wars. Yeah, and so you know there is a there is a the the, the thing is is that it's it's not it's it's I know I'm posing this in like a in in like a a a, a by you know you're either one or the other manner, but you know like war just like peace is a state of an of individual being right and you can be at war with one and at peace with another at the same time well also how we view war is kind of like in this moralistic way that uh presumes like rightness uh based upon results so Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. even then like what we did to the japanese was horrible oh yeah and what the japanese did to the chinese was horrible and what the germans did to literally everyone was horrible and so i mean yeah there, there's no like positive answers there like it it, it seems like uh i mean i, I don't want to like do equivocation because that would be horrible like that that just doesn't stand like the united states was not worse than germany yeah but it it also creates scenarios in which like when you justify everything you've lost like parts of your morality and that's just like how war like breaks down like moral systems in general like so yeah it's it's uh it's worse than like just like simply the deaths it's also what it does to your moral systems and everything that you believe um and how you rationalize things so yeah it creates the whole the whole enemy the whole anything in this is enemy versus but you know that it's it's i think it's 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 a human issue, you know. I mean, like obviously, there's there's other animals that fight and and cause war on on one another, but like the, the complexity of it, I think, is inherent to to humanity itself. I, I don't I don't know if it's something we'll ever escape. Um, I think we'll, there will always be forms of warfare amongst humans uh, as long as we are a species, you know, because that's that's the the way that we that's the way that we are. I mean, even debate is a form of warfare depending on how you look at it. No, well, I would say war rises to the level of of actual violence with the intent of murder, okay. I think though. No, I mean you I know, agree like with that. The, the, the intent of death pointing out that murder is like, a separate we, thing. At what Sherlock point Holmes. at what threshold is is aggression become war, you know? Like well, like language it's can you be like cuz you can have like language can probably. be violent. It just can't be it's okay, not necessarily war. Like Language yeah. can incite violence. Language itself isn't violent. Okay, sure. so Jake, okay, let's say like I recruit like a bunch of people like to to kill you. I'm mm-hmm. like up to up to the point at which uh, you get stabbed is not violence. Like, no, it's it's. I violence. feel like the act though. The well, act no, there's of, an like, actual distinction you. there. I think like there's an. It's not self evident that like vi- words are violence. Like the that's where that's why words and violence are two separate things. Um, you know, but, words can incite violence. If you if you if you use words to hire a bunch of people to come after me, then that those would be words. Now they could still be illegal. They could still be prohibited. Um, but you know, at, at a certain point, it would rise to a level of violence, and that would be the that would be the threshold between violence and words. So, what about the Cold War? There was no violence there. 
Oh, there was. Though. I mean, okay, there sure. Was... And like, but like overall, there were there was no like troops on the ground. There wasn't any like battles <clears throat> in the Cold War. Well, that's why we call that's why we call it the Cold level... War. And that's and that's why we use that's why we use the term proxy wars. I mean, mm. Vietnam was a proxy war between Russia and and the United States. Okay, fair. Yeah. Well, it was actually um, war too. But but they but there was war there was violence and there was warfare going on. I guess what I'm trying to say is like the the idea behind war is that there's a winner unless it's a stalemate. But like. I guess that's going back to what I was saying about debates is that, you know, in a debate, usually there's like a winner and it's, it's, it's gamified in the sense that like, you know, you're trying to beat the opponent and mm-hmm. in a war that, cause war isn't just violence. Violence is just nebulous thing, right? Whereas war is very, um, like targeted violence. Also the, there's, there's violence that doesn't specifically involve, uh, like, physical interaction upon a person like so if i'm if i'm doing something like political violence which is violence uh then i'm still doing violence but what what do you mean by political violence okay so political violence is uh an inaction upon somebody else with the implicit threat that if uh they do not do it then they are subject to violence so it is still in itself a form of violence it's just that um the the choice to the choice i mean that's all in quote quotes the choice to do it uh, is is effectively null so well i guess what i'm saying is uh, so like like is, if i is... if i say like hey convert religions or die i'm still doing mm-hmm. like a violent thing if they can uh, conform to my will well or, once you commit the violence you're committing the violence right like it's before that, it's you, we use we combine no. it with another word to imply that it's quasi that yeah, which you know, is like political, violence political violence versus just violence. So is a threat not violence? I think a threat is violence. I think I think well, in itself uh, a threat has to, has to be considered violence because like otherwise, like is it not really like aggression? Yeah, of course it's it's violence. I think that's a I think that's a bit of a slippery slope. I think because because if you if you if you imply that everything that is not the physical harm of another against their will uh is 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 violence then you can say like almost anything that leads to that is violence which isn't the case because there's 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 um reduction factors that can happen before that time you know so like if to take political violence for an example you know, if I say, or religious violence, like in in, your, in the context that you're saying, like if I um, say convert to my religion, or I or you will die, that is a threat of violence, but it is not the actual act of violence yet. It has not arisen to that yet. Um, that's that's how no, I, I, I think those words that. actually have those words actually serve that particular purpose when when we apply them in our speech, like. Uh, that's why we we would need to we would need to create some sort of quasi term like like religious violence or political violence or threat prior to the actual act of violence. So, I disagree with this premise because there's like multiple forms of violence that have been enacted upon people that have been uh, political um, in nature, but have uh, mostly just displaced people or disenfranchised people. And those in themselves are like uh, under duress of like being killed. So like, like Native Americans being shipped across the country like is a form of violence. Like it's the Trail of Tears is is violence. I mean, 
it was explicit violence, but it was also political violence. Um, I don't know. People f- trying to form like ethno states is that's violence. Uh, they they say that there's like the option yeah, to you, like you, to to leave. But well, like, I guess still, I, I guess what I'm, what I'm what I'm what I'm trying to get to is is if you think about you know to go back to the war word, you know at it, it, the actual you know everyone would generally agree like the definition of war is organized combat against you know two 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 organizational units against one another uh, maybe that maybe it happens at the individual level maybe it happens at a group level what have you but but in that and when we talk about winners and losers in war you, you talk about life and death right it's just whoever is able to kill versus be killed is the definition of who wins that war in in the in the most specific sense of what the act is and so I guess what I'm saying is we should be we should be mindful about the words that we use when they're not necessarily tied directly to that life and death act one to one. You know, when when we cross the physical threshold, I'm just saying it's a natural threshold within the context of of language to identify like words like violence and things like that. Now, I'm not saying that the Trail of Tears didn't have actual violence or that you maybe not or that you couldn't necessarily describe the activities that happened there as violent, but there's also other words for it too. You know, like, like you said, so uh, you use using, some other words I'm, like, um, I'm using political violence, disenf- disenfranchisement and, uh, undermining and, you know, uh, things like that are, are also accurate words to describe the things that happened there. You're yeah. right, Jake. I choose peace. <laughs> peace all the way, peace right? All the way. You nailed it. <laughs> okay. But I guess the point right. there is just like, you know, we should like categorize violence or we should yeah, at least like which have... Which is why there's like specific yeah, there like should be specific. categorizations of what kind of violence or like political violence is in itself like a totally di- separate, like distinct violence from like yeah. physical violence. Yeah. Like violence is... There's, I mean, well, there's a book called Violence. If you want to read it, wow, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> how like, how really does how, actually how 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 is the word violence interpreted on Wikipedia? <clears throat> uh, it says it's got a couple different ones. Uh, let's see. First one, noun, the uh, behavior involving somewhere. physical force intended to hurt, damage, or kill someone or something. Uh, here's another one: strength of emotion or an unpleasant or destructive natural force. Uh, and then in law, the unlawful exercise of physical force or intimidation by the exhibition of such force. So um, seems like it, it obviously trends towards that that line of physical force. Um, but but uh, oh, it's actually vehement is actually part of the word in Latin. That's interesting. <laughs> wow. Well, that was a good one. What's um, the next one? What do, you, next what do you have one. next for us, Jake? Okay. Um, nature versus nurture. Okay. And let's make sure that we don't get back into free will and determinism. Yeah. But yeah. nature versus nurture. I can give you the definition of determinism uh, now. now. I looked it up. <laughs> I looked it up. Did <laughs> you look it up? up? <laughs> I didn't look up nurture, so I got to hold is, on. This, this, is a, this is a hard one because uh, prominent psychologists all agree that it's a mix of both factors. So. It's human animal hybrid. I guess, yeah, I guess r- recognizing that, uh, if you had to pick one as, uh, as the ultimate force in the universe, which one would you pick? Nurture, probably. Okay. Ren? 
Call that? of Duty. Ren, <laughs> that's not one of the options. Come on, oh, are you paying attention? Right. I, you thought I would have learned by now. Come on, man. We're not talking about COD. Get your head in the game, bro. Uh, so, yeah. okay, so nature implies some sort of, like, uh, higher force, right? Well, what, what would you say is the most uh, influential force in the universe, nature or nurture? Well, I imagine there's probably a lot more nature than nurture in the universe. Oh, that's a good point, that nurturing is part of nature. It's true. Mm-hmm. See, that's that's true. Okay. Well, you've convinced uh, I've changed my answer. <laughs> you convinced me now. <laughs> what about you, Matt? What do you say? Well, I mean, Nat just convinced me that it was definitely nature, because... It's the same with robots and humans, man. Part of nature. Humans made robots. <laughs> nature makes nurture. You can't have one without the other. You know, That's chicken true. and I, egg. I, I, I'd have to go with nurture on this one because thinking about it that way, um, you know, you think about even in the natural world, there's all this nurturing that that has to take place in order for the natural world to even exist in the first place, right? Like a like a bear cub. Needs to be nurtured in order to understand how to survive in the natural world. Um, yeah, but that need... bear cub wouldn't have been born if it weren't for nature. For nature, that's true. Hmm. So, but even but even the <laughs> even the process of the bear cub being brought to birth in like the mammalian womb is a process of nurture. Chicken and egg. I feel like this is a chicken and egg deal, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, guys. I wonder this what a bear would look like if it was. Where, where, where do we draw? Here's a here's a question within this. Where do we draw the line where nurture? Like, if you talk about the Big Bang theory, where did nurture begin in that process? Uh, it, or, or did it? Was it at the same time? It's to presume a beginning, but um. Were those atoms nurturing? Were they rubbing up against each other? And Our all... entire concept of what nurturing is is socially constructed from just the things that we do in nature. So it's kind really? of really yes. Yeah, that seems like a that that seems like a like a I don't know. I I don't know. I haven't thought statement. about it enough <laughs> to, to be to be like statement. But that's that seems like a big statement. That our entire concept of nurture is based on social construct? What about, like, the way that... Okay, so there's some, like, uh, parents, I guess, that uh, use negative reinforcement to uh, raise their children. (laughs) Parents! Yeah. And then there's there's also parents that use positive reinforcement, but both of those things are what we would call nurturing a, a child in some way. Uh, but they're both, like, at odds with each other. So those are both like socially constructed ideas of how to nurture a child. I mean, they didn't uh, give Will a pillow in the, in the jail cell, so he doesn't get any nurturing. Yeah, he needs nurturing at the jail. Yeah, free Will. I, yeah, I don't know if they're necessarily at odds with each other all the time. I think sometimes they work in sim, sim in together. In tandem, they work, yeah. Yeah, in tandem. I think because if well, you if you were positively reinforcing a child only. That might not address like some of their, um, you know, some of their faults. It might it might create some faults. Just at the same time sure. as if I you think, were if you were so constantly think, negatively I'm, reinforcing a child, it would, so it would certainly I'm, do the I'm opposite. Mixing up uh, like positive like results versus like positive actions because positive actions are just like any action that like adds, versus like negative reinforcement is to take something away. So, what I'm speaking more of is. Uh, like 
parents who do uh, what we consider like negative things to their child versus like parents who do like, you know, more like open or like positive things, right? So those okay. are both nurturing, but they're in <clears throat> their way, like they're dialectical from each other. They're, they're. Let's do an example. So they're socially constructed ideas of what. I got an example. What if you okay. have like really angry breakup sex or something? <laughs> And you and you know you get pregnant. Uh oh, and then horrible. you have the baby, right? Uh-huh. And then you're uh-huh. like, oh, I got to give this baby up. That's not very nurturing, I don't think. It's more nature. That's, that's full blown nature that's to also me. Also, like what nurture would be in the argument, because there is a lack there of. Oh, you're saying, it, and that's that's what that, that's what the but that baby still nurture. grows up though, right? Right. But I guess what you're saying is zero but, nurturing is still a form of nurturing. Uh. In the example provided, yes. Uh, or, I mean, in, like, the conversation of what is nature versus nurture, yes. Hmm. What about, like, um, it, what the, about, like, re, what about, like, when, to talk about the, the positive versus negative reinforcement of a child thing, like, what, what about if, if you, if you deny a child, like, say, say, like, you can't have this until you finish your dinner, like, a very classic example, like, that's, negative reinforcement yeah, it's just negative reinforcement to get them to a point where that you can then use positive reinforcement so is it positive or negative reinforcement um because it's, it's it, the it, delay you're what you're what trying to that? say is like you got to finish your dinner then you get your snack right the and then is what, what it has to what it has to do with nature versus nurture because uh in nature versus nurture your the argument is over the result resultant like example of a human being uh how they came to where they are right now how they came to here uh whether it be by their like genetic or like uh like metaphysical nature or uh how a village raised them nurture um so how a child is raised is not necessarily uh anything but just like considered nurture um in that example so it's it's irrelevant to the question unfortunately well there's also well okay so the way well you are you are like a biological being and that is nature yeah right so so we can't we can't deny that like there's it's not all it's not all nurture we're all space dust we're all just space dust out here well okay so is the question uh someone's innate biology versus the way that they were raised I believe there wasn't an actual question. Yeah, there wasn't an first. actual question. I just yeah, wanted to debate the merits of, 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 like, of either. Just like nature or nurture. Like, what, what does that mean? Which one <laughs> that's has more That's letters? what we're talking about. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, here's a good one. Here's a fun one. Okay. This is kind of, you know, this is kind of my, my concluding one here. Cl- clothing or nakedness? I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. I almost did it. Matt. You seem like Na- you're in naked favor all the of way, party. Baby. Naked all the way? No, no. Clothes... <laughs> clothes do so much for you. They protect no. you, like from the elements. I feel like it's an important thing that we, as like you know, evolved humans that have shed our layers of fur, um, yeah. you know, I feel like we need it to survive uh, in this harsh environment. Of... Just true. Isn't that how clothes yeah. were first invented as a form of protection, like thousands of years yeah. ago? Yeah, I feel like, like wow, we, we kind of figured it out. We were really like, hot. 
Yeah. But if I put this form of skin between my butt and the ground, it's not as hot. <laughs> it is yeah. also eventually turned into a form of expression. Yeah. So I'm clothing all the way. I'm clothing all the way. Oh man, I thought one of you guys was at least gonna be naked. Sorry, Jake. I guess Jake, sorry, Jake. Naked. I almost did it for you. you gotta go I naked stop. right now. I'll go <laughs> naked. All right, let me give you some arguments. Come on, for e naked. Jake. Um, <laughs> let's get the nudist argument from Jake. Yeah. Okay. We'll get your only fans. Uh, we were we were born naked. So what does that tell you, dude? I was born in a suit and tie. Um, That's true. Unless you're John Henry, in which case you were born with a hammer in your hand. Um, but naked is how we were born. So. There's that. I mean, right away, you know, the universe is telling us, hey, you should probably be naked. Mm. Um, we're born with clothes on. And then second of all, is it you know, the naturalistic of- fallacy or the naturistic fallacy? Hey, hey! <laughs> how dare second you make of all, jokes at a time like this? Think, think about all the fun times he doesn't have a shirt. He needs a shirt. Yeah, he's naked right now, Get but he doesn't want to be because he chose clothing. <laughs> Think about all, second of all, think of all the fun things that have happened while you were naked. <clears throat> I've changed my mind, Jake. More than when I'm clothed, that's and, for sure. And in order to make more naked babies, you have to, well, you don't have to be naked, but it's a lot easier if you're naked. Yeah. Parts, certain parts have to be naked. For sure. But is that naked then? What's the definition of naked? Is like Also, why genitals? is everyone always obsessed with, with trying to get people naked? You know, it's like no one's ever encouraging you to put more clothes on. That's true. It's like everyone, everyone everywhere is constantly like, take it off, take it off. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mardi Gras, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's it's almost like there's an inherent desire of human beings to be naked rather than to have clothes on. But that's more I I feel like maybe that's like constructed from now we are all clothed and we're all like hidden, you know. But who wants to be naked? Sorry. When they're not in their safe space. You know, uh, you only want to get naked. Have you been to Bourbon Street? <laughs> I mean, have you seen a streaker? I was way too young when I was there. Because a, a streaker <laughs> yeah, certainly too, isn't honestly. in their safe space. When you when you get naked and run across a football field, you're certainly not in your safe space. You're damn right. So, have you done that, Jake? Uh, I mean, uh, most people aren't. Most people aren't. Wait, Jake, have you done that? <laughs> Jake, have you done Jake, that? Have you done the streaking? The question. No, I have. I've never streaked. Oh man. Yeah, this no. podcast was just getting good. Cancel this whole fucking Jake's, thing. Like, really fun past. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, have. I mean, I, I was a cross country runner, and that's basically like running around naked. Yeah. But you still have shorts on. You still have shorts that are about this big. I did lock my friend out of the house naked once. He was like changing and. And we locked him out of the house, and he had to run around the house oh completely god. nude. Oh my god! It was, it go. was, I think, the worst thing I've done to a friend in my life. You did it intentionally? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. intentionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm really? sure this was when we were when you were a young man. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Young yeah. and dumb. Yeah, yeah. It was about a year that's, ago. That's that's the only acceptable time. About six months ago. Yeah, about six months a year. <laughs> when you were like young, nice. Something yeah. there. Yeah, something those were the there. good old days. Well, we all know the arguments for clothes. Obviously, they're you get a bunch of utility out of them. You can stylize and fashionize yourself with them, right? Yeah. You can you can do that. Do but... they have any other purpose other than utility and uh, expression? Uh, utility and expression. Other than that, I mean, 
I I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think if, if, if it came down to those two things, I don't think we'd wear clothes. But maybe you could make an argument, and there is an argument out there, that there is a sense of, of uh, what do you call it, um, uh, like exposure in the sense that you are, when you're naked, you're, all of your weaknesses are, are metaphorically and physically, like you are weaker than another person who has clothes on because... You know, obviously you're exposed. Damn. So, Have you seen Terry Crews? Uh, Nudists <laughs> believe the opposite, though. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. What What do they What do they say? Uh, Maybe we I should mean, switch well, on generally this. Generally, nudists are, do like uh, have like recreational clubs. I think that's how they generally do um, that. But um, their opinion is that when you are free of clothes, then you uh, are on equal footing with every single other person because you cannot tell anybody's class. Um, yeah. but also uh that um you feel like this kind of like freedom from like well, I think the... that's maybe that's the same thing though cuz you know like you you if everyone is naked together then we're all we're all exposing our our physical and and metaphorical weaknesses to each other. Right. And I think that that I think that's kind of the same thing. Wow. So three three for clothes me for, for nakedness. I guess I guess I'll be the nudist to the group. You'll be the you'll be naked Jakey for us. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. <clears throat> naked Jacob. Um all right. Well, that was fun. Uh does anyone have any other <laughs> On that note. Goodbye. Does anyone have any others? Any other classic debates we should leave talk oh, leave for next time? A question as old as time. When will XR or pint? Ooh. I mean, for you guys, one. it's the XR yeah, all day, the XR. right? I, I was just... <laughs> it's not even a... I just wanted to say the word one wheel yeah, yeah, somehow, yeah, yeah. and yeah. there's no debate here. Drop it's, one wheel. Every time XR he says that, he gets paid $15. Dude, yeah. I wish, well, dude, there, honestly, I mean, yeah, they paid I'll make an argument for a pint. I'll make an argument for a pint, just just for the sake of it. That's what he um, does. <laughs> it's cheap. If it's cheaper, it is cheaper. Uh, it's easier to carry. Not that you want to be carrying it. The one that you can afford. Yeah, the best one wheel is the one that I don't uh, crash uh, horribly from, which is none of them. So, <laughs> yeah, <still> and <laughs> that's yeah, that's I mean, that's that's kind of an, your answer is inherent to like which one's better because the one you can afford, like obviously, you you're gonna want the XR, but at the same time, if you're just starting out, you know, maybe the Pint. But at the same time, if if you're looking at it long term, then I gotta say XR. I think we're obviously all to rationalize our purchases. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you have I it. I rationalized that a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I spend two thousand dollars on no this regrets. thing? Oh man, it's got to be better. Thousand dollars in repairs since then. Yeah. I know how you feel. Hey, Not Ren, tell us about your fall. <laughs> Ren, can we wrap this up by you telling us about your fall? Oh yeah. So I don't know if you saw it earlier, but I, I dipped my head back, and I couldn't lift. I cannot lift my head right now. I literally cannot lift my head. <laughs> I have whiplash in my neck. You just neck. pulled your hat. I literally to, just pulled my hat to lift to your lift head. head. You had to use this your hands. The second so... time you've like hurt your neck in the past two weeks, because you also oh that's ran right. Straight into that we haven't thing. talked about that. I clotheslined myself. I'd rather talk about that than my one wheel fall I had yesterday falling off a rock. <laughs> oh, you, you wait, do I have that on screwed. GoPro? You should. I my yeah. camera was rolling when I did that. I so hope we, we do. We filmed that SC Village. We did some airsoft games out there. Uh, a week and a half ago at this point, and I was running along, and I didn't see this this yellow rope. It's it's it wasn't very big, but maybe like a quarter inch, half inch thick, uh, strung across at about neck height, and it literally took me off my feet. 
uh, I was running and it hit my neck and I had too much momentum to stop and it literally lifted me off my feet and then I dropped down onto it using just my chin and eventually slid off of it and it left me with this huge uh, scab across my Adam's apple here on my neck and it literally, it, it's only just now started to go away. You can still kind of see a red mark here, Yeah. but uh, the scab has gone away. It was a really weird scab. Straight up cartoon it was, shit. It was, like, it's, it was the most intense rug burn. Yeah. It was a rope burn. You know, it was... It was Wow. It wasn't quite Ugh. like bleeding, but it was like super gnarly red, and it got like, got like I got this really thick scab for a week there, and it was wow. really really weird. Damn, is it oh, gone now? Is the scab gone? We should put that yeah, on the note random, Instagram, random, maybe. You know, the the stuntmen they say uh, if somebody injures themselves on camera, yeah, you have to use the you tape. Have to use it. Have to. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, put that one in. Uh, put that at the beginning of the next stuntman react. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot about that because my So what do you think's going on wheel. here? How do you think they did this? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a guy that ran into a rope. I, man, I, just, <laughs> I think he just went for it, man. He's on a yeah, wire. He just, he just went on it. Full, full send, bro. Uh, you see the way he falls? He's got to be on a wire. There's no way somebody would <laughs> no, run into no, no, a rope No, 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 dude. Hard. That's got to be real. That's got to be real. Uh, there's no way. You just can't do that, you know, any other way. That well, SC got- Village Day, by the way, was so much fun. Cool. That was yeah. like that was a blast. It's pretty fun. I love I love yeah. shooting out there. Always always a good time. Yeah, yeah that yeah. that place is gold, and I uh, can't wait to get back there next time I'm back in LA. Um, oh yeah. Well, thanks for guys for joining me. Um, this was fun, and uh, I hope uh, I hope it spurs on many positive and productive conversations uh, in your own life. So chicken versus egg, which you. one? What Put it in the think? comments. We have no free Lizard. will. That's my man. <laughs> That's my boy right there. All right. (laughs) Till next time. Peace. See ya.